0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: For any Yankee fans looking for a podcast to listen to, I
2: suggest you check out NYY Sports Talk.
1: Are you listening? getting into the fellas. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh.
2: Yeah. There's no BS, there's no drama. Uh. You just feel like you with the fellas talking baseball.
0: Welcome back. This is episode 232 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co host, Chris. Yo. And SGR. What up? What's Jeez. up,
2: fellas? What's going on, hey, man. man? How was your wife's Mother's Day?
0: How was your wife's Mother's it Day? It was phenomenal.
2: I hope it was phenomenal. Good.
0: she deserves it did you leave leave the house for an extended period I
2: actually did I I got her breakfast although the plan was
0: she asked for the sausage in the morning
2: no 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 not in the morning Um, still still a lot of time left in the night Um, so the plan was for she wanted to wake up and just like be able to finish a cup of coffee for once and whatever so I was going to take the kids and pick up you know, breakfast for her or whatnot. And then she wakes up and she's like, no, I want to come with you guys. So uh-huh. that was her first mistake of the okay. day. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was good. I, I hope it was somewhat relaxing. I tried to be a decent it's father nice, today yeah. for once, yeah, you know, finally. decent husband, mm. well-deserving mm. happy, happy mother's day to my wife, your wife, and all the, uh, all the moms out there. And mother's day mom. To the good moms, yes, uh, not the bad ones. Well, mm-hmm. Do your job better if you're not a good mom.
1: You can.
0: Okay. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> Tony Broken, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, it's a Mother's Day evening. Uh, do want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all the great moms out there, especially to my mom and uh, my wife. Uh,
2: oh, yeah, my mom, too. And Stack I Rise, mom.
0: Don't forget her. I'm clear. So, uh, yes, also happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the great moms out there. Uh, unless th- you count yourself as a mom because you only have an animal, that doesn't count. That does it's not just, count. That does not count. Just saying if you raise a human being, uh, then you can celebrate Mother's Day.
2: Dog moms don't count, although children do act like animals a lot of the time.
0: People were, I saw somebody on Twitter today was like, oh, yay, happy Mother's Day to so and so what a and i'm like okay that's a nice sentiment and you're like here's a picture of her with her child and i'm like that's a fucking dog yeah but it's a service dog so like it's kind of like my
1: child i could bring him anywhere
0: look having a having a dog is like having another child but like if you don't also have a child like then you can't claim yourself to be a parent you know
2: yeah not because it's like not because dogs can't be more difficult i'd say it's more just like you don't understand that it's just a different type of different type of nurturing okay like if
0: you if you get tired of your dog you you just fucking drown it like you like you yeah like you did you just fucking feed it with worms and send it (laughs) you give it it to you give a dog like
2: like you do i can't give my kids xanax he's
0: sleeping right yeah you could i give melatonin that's xanax it's natural Mm mm-hmm Raising a human is uh, definitely an experience.
2: Yeah, I can't even raise my. Yeah. Se- I can't even take care of my fucking self sometimes.
0: Yeah, I heard you can't raise yourself anymore, bro. You're y- and you're younger than me.
2: Yeah, I still <laughs> got. I got a lot of
0: years on you. Brought and to you
1: by Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> you kids? One guy,
0: one guy cranks it, and one guy <laughs> can't. Look at that. <laughs> That's and it. All the that, same, maybe.
1: P- <laughs> Maybe the ESPN guy can get on Mike's on late one episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey Mike, it's it's the ESPN guy. Brought he to you, still, boy. Is he still
2: employed by ESPN? That's, no, there, there was
1: a whole scandal. Yeah, there was, right? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Who are you talking about? <laughs> there
2: was something. I don't think he's on You anymore. know, the, the guy who used to do brought like to you voiceovers uh-huh. for SportsCenter. Ryan made him Australian, <laughs> which I kind of <laughs> yeah. like. I like the Australian. I think he might have been.
0: Body, my
1: foster's come on, you got to remember that.
0: No, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ESPN is terrible. I turned on the Braves, I turned on the Braves Phillies game, and like right when Freddie Freeman was coming up to bat, and they're completely missed the at bat because they're replaying like some zoom that Buster had with Freeman. Meanwhile, Freeman's tanking one 400 feet, and you're just like. You know, if you want yeah. if you want to do that shit, like do that shit I- instead of having a commercial break, like during the at bat. Yeah. Like I'm I'm mad about this and I'm not even a fucking Braves fan. They're going to pull the shit in a couple. Yeah. I think the Yankees and Red Sox are going to be on uh, Sunday night baseball in a couple weeks like Yeah. But somebody told me that for select um, Sunday night baseball games they do a statcast uh telecast on ESPN2 and I'm actually watching it and it's uh it's a lot more of a normal broadcast. They just show kind of like the spray charts and shit like you'd watch on Yes.
2: That's not, that sounds pretty enjoyable.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I can do without uh, on, the, on the Yes broadcast now is the uh, red light, green light for the outfielders' arms. First of all, it's so fucking, confusing. Right? Can you just what? fucking tell us who has a good arm and who doesn't? I don't uh, need okay. to know that... Yeah. Uh, Michael who you Brandley. know, oh, oh, uh, you know, like Juan Soto has a red light. No, who cares? Yeah. And and like, first of all, who's determining this? Like, is it? Uh, it's, no, it's it's all and it's all ranked. Did they have ways to uh, uh, quantify how how accurate you are, how hard you throw the ball? You come on now. Well, maybe like they
1: she, could play. Maybe they could play red light green light in
2: like the 12th inning. You know? Yeah, Maybe that'll be the, the new rule. But here's here's my thing with it. It's so fucking confusing to me. Like, I see the red light, and I'm like, does that mean he's
0: bad? No, red light means you don't run. I know, I know. That means
2: don't run on him. I get it. But it's like, it looks like a bad correlation between the arm and, and the player. For you. For me. For people who don't have fully developed brains. It's just not that you know, easy.
0: You know, for Chris's unfully developed brain, he would really appreciate it if you left the show a five star rating and review. I heard that five star rating and reviews on iTunes help develop a, a an adult brain. So, can you can you please do that for Chris? Please. And this episode is brought to you by
2: our uh, our patrons on patreon.com head to patreon.com slash myyst sign up we got episode three of mike's on uh mike's on late coming on i gotta i gotta listen still i've had a crazy weekend but uh i believe mike takes takes a crew camping this week yeah, they so can,
1: he goes camping with a few uh people in the yankees organization it's it's a fun episode really they sit fun. around
2: the fire i think i heard at the end there i was kind of skimming <laughs> through uh they uh have a little uh have a little sing sesh at the yeah, end. Yeah,
1: low camp, little campfire song all oh. together. It's really nice. It was really, it was really, a really awesome well done. There. Really Good high too, was, production yeah, was,
2: quality. Yeah. So check that okay. out. Again, that's patreon.com slash myyst if you want to help support okay. the show and yeah. keep keep us going.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Watch so uh, watch it. Okay. Watch it. Uh, uh. So uh, Yankees won today. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Three to two, we walked off in the ninth inning. John Carl stand with the big single to uh, give the Yankees the win. They wrapped up a seven and two home stand. Um, today was an important game for the Yankees. Uh, not only does it keep them above five hundred, but you can't. We when they were coming home. After the Orioles series, we said at worst they had to have a six and three homestand. Well, when you win the first five games of the homestand, six and three is no longer acceptable. Mm -hmm. So today was a big win. They finished seven and two and they're going to hit the road. They got a big road trip coming up, starting with uh, Tampa on Tuesday. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show uh, because the Yankees are now playing really good baseball. They're still Mm -hmm. not all the way there. Huh?
2: Not really. I gotta interject for a second too. I mean, today was only a big game because of yesterday. It they yesterday was the biggest game of the whole entire homestand. If they don't come back and win that game, today means nothing. Today is just it, it is is shit really because you can't win the series if you lose yesterday. You're you dip below five hundred again if you lose yesterday. So yesterday was the biggest game. Today just today just capped it off nicely.
0: I Did mean you win yesterday?
2: Yeah, they mm-hmm. yeah. After getting their, uh-huh. after fucking getting uh-huh. embarrassed in the first game of the series,
0: uh, does someone have a
2: fan on? Did someone have a fan on right next to their microphone, very loud.
0: The com- it's the computer I, is making that noise.
2: Really, that computer sucks. Oh, you, maybe win- it was Ryan's window. My window was open. Yes.
0: Oh, wait, Ryan's window was open.
2: No, that wasn't I didn't it. Realized that. that wasn't it.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Someone's. It's probably wow. Christian's computer. I think it's every time. So every time one of you talks, who cares? I'll get it out. I'll get it out of there.
0: Uh, he's going to get it out, okay? Uh,
2: I'll get it out, okay? okay. Yeah, right? It's better now. So, the
0: Yankees, they they won. Look, they won two games. They took the series two games to three. It's all what they needed to do. Uh, it wasn't pretty on Friday night. Like you said, it was another. I mean, that, that game got away from them quickly. Quickly there in the eighth inning it was the second consecutive night that they are a second consecutive game there. They had a little bit of a bullpen implosion in the eighth inning. Uh, Jonathan Wiseca sucks again. He, he was, he got banished mm. for the rest of the series. Aaron Boone said that he's a piece of crap and he never wants to see him on the team again. These are yeah. all quotes, exact quotes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's never easy. Like
2: I think me and uh, SGR were talking about this the other day. It's like, you're finally feeling good about this team. They're starting to click everywhere. And then the one part of this team that that was actually successful throughout the whole shittiness of the first month of the season is starting to implode, and it's like a really bad feeling. Like, when the bullpen... Because the game they lost before that against the Astros, take me back through that last game they lost. It was the bullpen that blew it.
0: No, we already did this, so... No, I just
2: want to know for my... I'm trying to make a point.
0: Yeah, he took... Well, Boone... Took uh, Cole out after seven. The Yankees were up three to two, and then Chad Green decides he's going right. to start fucking walking right. uh, 185 hitters. Another game that just got out of hand
2: one. like you blinked, and it was it was over. So to see that back-to-back. Out, back, out of hand. Out of Brad hand. hand. Brad, Brad hand. hand. Awful.
1: Plus.
2: Awful. Plus. Guy can't even throw strikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll yeah. get to that
2: in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But yeah, I mean, when when everything's finally starting to look like it's going right, and then and then your bullpen, especially on a fucking game again where Cole's pitching, I mean, yeah, they score runs for Cole way more than they do Degrom, but they're still, four, I think they're four and three now in, in games Cole's pitch. That's unacceptable. Right.
0: They've lost, three, they've lost three Cole starts. Ew, Ew. that's
2: a, that's completely unacceptable.
0: Were we the Mets?
2: Seriously?
1: What is this?
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, maybe Glaber and DJ can fight each other over it, whether it's a fucking raccoon or a rat in the tunnel, and then, that's uh, just one of the. You,
2: that's one. No, of the, I thought I thought it was a possum. Yeah, listen, that's what if you haven't just Google rat, raccoon, and the Mets, and, and I oh, promise you, the more weird. information you obtain about the story, the more can the more you feel like you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense in any no, way shape or form something happened better, they
0: got into an argument about something nobody knows what it is and this was their excu-
2: this was the brilliant idea the the organization came up with
0: this is what they came up with is that they said that Blair. they were arguing whether or not they had seen a rat or a raccoon in the fucking tunnel That's, yeah
1: but then someone chimed in someone chimed in was like i thought it was a possum <laughs> listen <laughs> i listen, actually i if if I were them, I would rather
2: just tell what happened. Maybe, you know, you're playing a baseball game. Maybe, you know, tempers are high and, and whatever. But now I'm just wondering why the fuck Mets players are worrying about uh, rodents in a tunnel during a baseball game.
0: They're not worried about rodents. They <sighs> just had a really shitty re- excuse for why they were arguing. No, no, no. no. I'm whether.
2: saying it, it's shitty in a, in a sense that it's got to be worse than any other thing they could have told
0: us. Yeah, this was after they created a fake hitting coach and then fired Chili Davis.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was messed wild. Up. Mets though on a on a five game winning streak over there. And then it between. looks like
0: Jacob Degrom's probably going to hit the IL after he he left the start. That's really today. sad, man. I yeah. hate
2: to see that Hopefully shit. He's, he'll be back soon. Like if it was uh, Stroman, yeah, that'd, that'd be that's... a different story. But <laughs> oh, when you're as
1: great yeah, as DeGrom, Degrom, he's it's he's too good for baseball to miss any starts. Yeah, oh, no. he's
0: he's too good for baseball. He's too good.
1: Yeah, and he's, he's cute. So, he's funny.
0: Very cute. cute.
1: Uh, is he hey. he's up your alley there, Ryan. Mm. Have you
2: seen him pitch?
1: Uh, he was a shortstop first. Mm. Was he really? All right, so. Yeah, shortstop in college.
0: Speaking of pitching.
1: <laughs> he froze.
0: Speaking of <laughs> pitching. <laughs> we'll get through the show one day.
2: All right, you're unfrozen now. Speaking of pitching, he said. Red light, green light.
0: <laughs> red light. <laughs> I do want to talk about Jamison Tyone's start on uh, on Friday night. He mm-hmm. finally pitched not only into the 6th inning, but he pitched into the 7th inning. Uh, he went 6 and a He gave up 3 runs, he struck out 5. Uh, he had a really rough second inning there, gave up a couple home runs, but he really settled in. He was up mm-hmm. to maybe I forget the exact number, but he must have retired maybe like 10-12 guys in a row. He was, he was really looking good. This is probably the best that we've seen of him uh, so that I got to say that was really encouraging that, you know, Boone had said for a couple weeks now that the, the, the training wheels were, so to speak off of Tyone and Kluber. And he really did let Tyone go on Friday night. Yeah, because we're no one, I don't
2: think anyone's really doubting his stuff anymore. Like, um, you know, someone coming back from his not only his first Tommy John, but his second, your, your biggest concern at that point isn't, his, his, uh, endurance in a game because you know, he's going to have to work to that. You want to see his, his stuff and his stuff has shown that it can be very, very effective. But now we were waiting for him to kind of put it together and go deeper into a ball game. And he, and he did that and he did it pretty effectively. Like you said, what inning was it? The fifth, he kind of struggled. Um, but other than that, I mean, even rebounding from that and really keeping the game well,
0: no, it was a second in a year. Oh, it was a run. second, right? Right. He was, yeah, then yeah. he was really on a run early. after that.
2: And he, you know what? That shows a lot too. You give up those runs that early, and then you and yeah. then you buckle down, and you still pitch into the seventh. That that was a huge sign from him. That was a big sign from him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, if you're gonna take anything encouraging out of how ugly that game ended up turning out to be, is that Tyone really settled in. And he got you into the seventh inning because, you know, a lot of fans and, and rightfully so, the Yankees have really been relying on this bullpen. And then you're coming off you know, on the, the loss on Thursday, the loss on Friday, where two of your high leverage guys implode and you end up losing the game in the eighth inning. You know, it's important now that you're starting to get more and more outside of your starting pitchers. So that was really encouraging that we got Tyone into this, into the uh, seventh inning in that game. And then, you know, I guess we can just go with this right now. Uh, you know, normally we leave like the social media stuff for the end of the show, but I think it ties into Friday's game, so we can just go with it right now. Uh, it was – well, we won't really go too deep into DJ, although it was nice to see he had a couple porch jobs, which mm-hmm. we we saw – we said that kind of um, in the offseason, that it was very – it was imperative to bring this guy back because he not only is a great hitter, but he learned how to hit in his home ballpark. Sure. So it was a good sign from Lemayu, who has really struggled this year. Even though you look up and the guy's hitting what 280. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's hitting 281 right now. So I mean, like he, that's struggle, but that's struggling for DJ Lemayu.
2: Yeah, I know? mean, he's 20. He's really 20 points off the mark. So that
0: was an encouraging sign, and he had Sierra. a couple, and he and he was trying to go. I think he had to hit that way uh, today. You know, he's. So you see, maybe a little bit things out of DJ, but still, like he's not there yet. When I think this team is really going to start to take off, when DJ Lemayu takes off, like mm. he's the he's the catalyst of this whole thing.
2: Yeah, know. yeah, and, and not only him. Well, I'd say this: when he starts to take off, you're not depending on on other guys as heavily as you are now, because you look and and, Stan, and I know you guys talked about how. Dominant he was, but look at the games when he didn't show up and not having judge, you know, show up at all. Look at how weak this offense looked. And then finally, you know, Stanton gets his first hit of the series today and it, and it wins the ball game. So like those guys are pretty important too, but if DJ was DJ, the weight wouldn't be so heavy on their shoulders.
0: Lemayu is, and Lemayu sets everything up at the top of that lineup. He definitely so does lot, You know, so if if you're going to leave Stan in a two hole, which I don't understand, I don't know why you would you would mess with that at this. Point. No, you, you can't just leave him alone. Um, you know, you got to if if LeMay, see this is stands in a spot right now in this lineup where if he's going to stay at a certain level, which you know the guy was unconscious for 12 games, he was hitting 500, ripping the ball everywhere. So you know, you he doesn't he doesn't have a great two, you know. Really, he played well today. I think he had a couple walks and he had the game-winning hit. So you don't, you know, you're not going to say he had a bad game today. But you know, it's okay that he doesn't get a hit for a couple days after the way that he played over over, over the course of the past twelve games. So you know, if he he, he's got to get somebody around him to get hot.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Right now, it's I mean Lemayo's not he. He's done he's always taking these couple of steps where it looks like he's ready and then he's not, you know, but yeah. you still you look at overall like the two eighty one batting average and you're like he's played okay. It's just like yeah. when is DJ gonna go on that real that tear where you he's having like four or five multi hit oh, yeah. games in a week?
1: And his 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 batting average with runners in scoring position this year is two seventy three. Last year it was three sixty four. So yeah. Start once he gets that number up a bit. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's not so much.
2: And I think it's, you look at his batting average and you think that he's doing much worse than 280. Just based on what we're use, used to seeing out of him. I think it's more, not so much the hits he's getting, but the outs he's making. Where DJ. look terrible. Yeah, his outs look really bad. And, they, and in spots when you would always want DJ up this year so far for the most part not all the time this year he seems to be making a bigger out than he ever has been so it's not so much his hits i'm sure he'll come around to that it's more i think what's holding us back from saying yeah he's breaking out of it is that is he's he's getting out striking out more and he's just making bigger outs in in bigger situations when he, we're not used to that
0: yeah no uh <sighs> I wanted to uh, – uh, Ryan, look this up for me, please. How many RBIs does he have? Does he have, like, seven this year? Nine. Nine. I was gonna. That was my next guess. Yeah, so, I mean, like, if DJ LeMayu is playing up to his capabilities, he's easily in the 20s right now. Yeah. I mean, he's had a lot of opportunities to come up in big spots. Yeah. So, I mean, he's important to – I mean, there's three guys that really need to carry this team, and they're the top three hitters in this lineup. LeMay, you LeMayu, stand and Judge. I mean, and you know, we'll get to judge later because right? I I we talked a little bit about DJ, but really the other guy that uh, from Friday's game that you were hoping that that would spark something for him was Gary Sanchez. He had that that home run, and you're like, okay, now because he was like in what like a three for thirty three slump or something like that, and you're like, is this is this Gary's moment now? Are we going to get a little bit of a run here for Gary Sanchez? And it just I mean, he didn't play Saturday, and then today. I mean, you know, O'Neill brought it up on the broadcast. There's a point, a point in the game where he's late on the fastball, so he gears himself up a little bit earlier, and he's way out in front because now uh, the pitcher throws him an off-speed pitch. So it just seems like he's not he's not on the same he's not on the the right wavelength to hit. And it's just like now, I mean, we're backing up 2020 with another bad year from him.
2: It's it's definitely to the point. And we said we'd be fair. We did. We He's said
0: 174 right now. He had three strikeouts today.
2: Yeah, we said we we would be fair and when we defended him, when, when we backed him. We promised to be fair when that time came that if he didn't break through, we'd, we'd jump off the bandwagon. And I'm fully, I'm fully over Gary Sanchez. I'm not saying that he can't still be great, but he's not going to do it with this team, I don't think. And we've they've given him enough of a chance at this point. It, they really have. They, they've even with announcing that Higashioka was going to get more playing time. It's still he's getting more Sanchez is getting more playing time than he even deserves at this point.
0: I mean he probably is but again what's your what's your other option right now
2: well that's the thing I mean you know hagashioka had a had a home run again the other day but other than that again other than these you know very rare and you know very rare pops off the bat where he hits a home run here and there again the more he's exposed the less and, the less frequent that's going to be and like Higashioka coming up, is the same thing as Gary at this point. The only difference is that the pitchers seem to really throw well to Higgy, but they were they happen to Gary now too. The starting pitching, and I wanted to say this before we get into the segment, you look at the starting pitching, this team went seven and two over this homestand, and those two losses, the starting pitchers left with the lead. Or you know, other than her who was it? Uh, Kluber, I think. Left with uh, he was down, but they ended up tying before they went to the bullpen.
1: Their loss, their losses,
0: you're saying,
2: yeah. I mean, their losses were all on uh, those two losses were on the bullpen where well, the their game starters was tied when uh, was it when tied? Karate. Yeah, so uh, you know, the starting pitching's been phenomenal, they've really been well, good,
0: phenomenal. So, if you've noticed, really, it's um, Kluber and Cole. With Gary, I mean with uh, Higgy. It's Kluber and Cole with Higashioka. And it's Tyone and Herman with um, Sanchez. The other idiot, Sanchez. And then if they throw in a
2: spot starter, it's usually Sanchez. And then then Montgomery,
0: I really haven't noticed who's catching Montgomery regularly. It's been Higgy. It's been Higgy. well it
2: depends on day nights it depends on day nights you know right
0: I think it's more of a where where they are in the week yeah catches Montgomery but if you've noticed it's really been Kluber and Cole have gotten Higashioka and uh Tyone and Herman have gotten Sanchez so you're just coming off a game where uh Tyone probably has his best start and you know Herman I mean he he gives up the home run to Schwarber in the uh, seventh inning today, and it's sometimes we always say, you know, it's not what you give up, it's when you give it up. But he was still really good today. He was
2: phenomenal today, man. Take
0: that. Take he was that.
2: efficient. He had a, he had a good out pitch today. He looked really really good. I mean, he was dialed in.
0: So you know, it's not like these guys have not pitched well to Gary Sanchez.
2: Right. Right. I mean, Herman really, I loved his efficiency today. He had a good rhythm, and yeah, when he gave it up, sucked. It tied the game, but if you're telling me Herman's going to go out there and pitch the way he did and give up two runs and pitch deep into a game, I'm taking that every fucking time out, man. Every time out.
0: What do you think Garrett Cole says to himself when Kyle Gashoghe hits home runs for other starting pitchers? He gets mad that's why, oh, why he everyone, that? <laughs> everyone thinks he's he's
2: he's motivating people in the dugout but really he's just screaming out of anger when Higashioka does well
0: so back to Gary sanchez right so he has the home run and then he strikes out three times today in his next start so to me it's almost like I, i'm i'm done defending him because what are you defending is it 174 hitter yeah, it's I mean, almost like having
2: Kyle Gashioka just catch every game is really what it's like.
0: But at the, no, but you shouldn't have Kyle Gashioka catch every game.
2: No, no, no. What I'm saying is you're not the argument of you need uh step up offensively and you need to play Gary in bigger situations or at least let him pinch hit it's not an argument anymore because it's just like having Higgy up there. They hit home runs occasionally, and then the next game they're going to strike out three or four times.
0: So right, but right now, like let's, let's, let's open up the crystal ball here, right? Are the Yankees making a move for a catcher during the season?
2: I think they have to. I think they have to, unless they, unless they truly evaluate this lineup and say they, they are, they are sacrificing it their spot offensively as far as the position of catcher goes and they're okay with Sanchez and Higashioka behind the plate. You know, a lot of the, most teams, let's just get this out of the way. Most teams don't have an offensive catcher. That's something that, you know, we've ha- we've been spoiled with. We had Posada for, for our whole childhoods. And, and then, you know we had he was never a great defensive catcher he was never a great defensive catcher he was he was an offensive guy and then we had the outbreak of Gary Sanchez when we thought we were getting it again and and ever since he came up we've been waiting for that Gary Sanchez to show up again and he just he's he hasn't and i don't know if he's going <clears> to <throat>
0: Right, but here's the thing though right now and we've played what 30 where did the Yan- where did we play 34 games so far this year something like that
2: well the Yankees are what seven uh 18 34. and 16 so 34.
0: right they played 34 games this year has Gary Sanchez been a liability be behind the plate no I think he's actually been
2: really good behind the plate considering okay, what he so was that's
0: my th- this is my this is one of my pointers right so Gary Sanchez through this point of the season, as atrocious as he's been at the plate, he's not been a liability behind the plate. Correct. And I think fans overrate Kyle Gashioka's defensive skills. I think he's very adequate back there. I don't think he's a superstar, you know, like a like a defensive wizard back there. I think he's very adequate but I don't see the giant separate right now is the way the two of them are playing. I don't see a big giant separation in between the, between Kyle Gashioka and Gary Sanchez.
2: Well, I'll say this and I've never been like completely down on Gary defensively. I think people really give him uh, a bad rap behind the plate. Not saying he's ever been good, but he, I don't think he's ever been as bad as people think he was. But I, I remember last year when Higgy started to get more playing time as the playoffs came around And I and he was on a different level. See
0: this double play, this pitcher just turned in the fucking Braves game.
2: No, thank you. Um, Because
0: you're not a baseball fan. Yeah,
2: of course. Yeah. Um, I think that there was a huge separation between the two. Seeing Higgy come into the playoffs, I think Higgy really stepped up defensively. Right. This year, now that Gary's kind of you know narrowed that gap, you're right. I don't really know. If anything, I'll say Gary has a much better arm.
0: So, but so right now, if you, I wouldn't honestly like, if something fell into your lap, of course you'd take a look at it. But what is going to fall into your lap that's really going to improve your catching situation right now?
2: Yeah, I don't think that's got to be a, a top priority for the Yankees.
0: You know, if we're sitting there, you know, we're coming close to the trade deadline. Of all the list of things that the Yankees need to do, you know, you're going to spend assets on improving the catching situation.
2: Yeah, that's because not going to be the thing that, that puts them over the top.
0: Think, because if you really think about it, with the way these two guys are playing defense right now, even if they continue the way they, they've they been playing offensively, you live with it. Because there's supposed to be other guys on this team that are supposed to be able to carry you offensively. You know, and that starts, like we said, that starts with DJ LeMayu. You, you know, John Carl Stan, you know, right now, he's... He's playing like a top he's playing like an MVP type player. Yeah. You know, Aaron Judge, we don't know what there Look, I'm not going to speculate. I don't know what the hell's wrong with the guy. I don't know if he's slumping, there's something bothering him. Or what, but he's not Aaron Judge right now. So if he can be Aaron Judge, then that's three. There's three guys right there. You know, Glaber hit his first home run in the year this year. He had a couple of big hits in Saturday's game. So those are your, those are really your, what you want to say, those are your four guys that are supposed to carry you offensively? Yeah. And then you want to mix in Urshela, as in that next tier guy. And Luke Voigt will be back. And now, you know, he's, he completely raked in his, uh, his rehab assignment, He's, you know, you're expecting him to be back on Tuesday. So you want to say in that next tier guy is Voight and Urshela, and then under that is Hicks, and then somewhere deep down in the fucking dumpster is Clint Frazier, you know?
2: Huh. Well, I think it's more of a – I don't think it's more of like a uh, – I don't think it's so much a individual weight that's held on these guys. I think it's more of just the dynamic they bring to the lineup – like, look, look at what a pitcher has to go through when they go through, you know, a a red hot Stanton, and when DJ comes comes full force, and Judge starts to pick it up, and then you get to a guy like Gio who, if you really look back on on the Yankees' homestand, when he got hurt and hadn't been playing the last few days, the offense kind of fell asleep a little bit, and they did run into some good pitching, obviously with Scherzer, I think, at fourteen strikeouts. And yeah, uh, and him, the too. dude today pitched really well. Uh, Ross was, was that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so listen, he, he pitched well, but but like, think about how how quiet the Yankee bats were after Gio wasn't there, and he had some big hits over this home stand.
1: Mm. Ah, yeah, he did. All right,
0: so coming into the game today, out of the nine players that started on in the lineup. Right? hmm mm-hmm. Guess how many of them have been a- coming into today? Guess how many of them had an average under 200 out of the nine players that started for the Yankees today? Four. What'd
2: you say? Four. Six.
0: What? Thanks for letting me guess. Sorry, Ryan.
2: We, he Six. knew you were going to get it right.
0: I knew you were going to get it right, yeah. Yeah, sure. I was gonna because say you got Hicks batting 198, uh Ooh. Sanchez batting 174, 103 for Ford, 143 for Clint Frazier. Go back to Ford for a second. Yeah, what, about what is that? 103? 103. Uh zero for Anduhar and uh with a one for two today, Gardner got his average up to two hundred. So coming into today that was six players in the starting lineup had an average under uh two hundred.
2: Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. So
0: if you just so what we're talking. If you get some of these guys that are supposed to be performing at a higher level, and now you're going to take Ford out of the lineup because uh, what's his face Void will be back, and hopefully mm-hmm. then now uh, Andrew Hart got sent back down, so then hopefully your show is ready to play. So now that's two guys out of the lineup. So if you start adding these guys back into the lineup, some of these guys are performing to their level you don't really worry about what the catchers are doing, or or at least you shouldn't. If they're not, if you, if the, if you go through a a Yankee game and you don't notice the catcher outside of because you want to make a big deal that Gary Sanchez took an offer. uh, If you don't notice the catcher outside of that, that's actually a good game. That means they did what they were supposed to do. And the, you know that's the way I look at it right now because I think we're past the point of thinking that Gary Sanchez is going to be anything more than what he is right now.
2: The only reason why the why the catching why the catcher of this team offensively you put you put more of your like frustration behind it like when Gary gets up in a big spot and he strikes out right the only reason why you're sh- so frustrated and your immediate reaction is they need to get a better catcher. Is because we thought Gary Sanchez was going to be this powerhouse of an offensive catcher, and he's just not. If Gary never came up and did what he did and he was up in big spots, you'd just say, Yeah, I mean, that's our catcher. He's you know, it's not really an offensive position here. That you wouldn't be sitting there going, they need to find a fucking catcher who need who can hit better. That's just not your thought process at that point.
0: No, but he can't be this bad either. I mean, one seventy four is that's not even a, that's not a major league baseball player. No,
2: it's embarrassing.
0: I mean, his OPS is under seven hundred. I mean, these are things that you have to look at. I mean, but it, again, are are we going to waste assets trying to improve this position right now? I think you just you just got to ride it out right now. Yeah, because uh, I I I
2: think the Yankees have shown it themselves. You know, they've shown their hand here because. If you had any if you had any um optimism when it came to Gary finding himself, he's certainly not gonna do it by benching him more. So like at this point, I think they've just conceded to the fact that he's not gonna be that guy and they might as well, you know, platoon him and him in Nagashioka because that's it. They're just kind of giving up on on that position offensively.
0: Right. Uh so you know that was the question of the week here. We said if you're Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman what do you do with the club's catching situation is it time to fully move on from Gary Sanchez during the season and and honestly I don't know if the Yankees get better if you have a catching duo of let's say Robinson Chirinos and Kyle Gashioka I still you, you know what Gary Sanchez's is, ceiling is and you almost even though it's kind of a myth at this point or something that you don't ever expect to see. The fact that it's there and you know these other guys don't have it is almost the reason why you hold on to them throughout the throughout the rest of the season. Yeah,
2: well, think of it like this. Let's just put your your perspective there into some type of context. Let's let's say it's a huge game. It's playoff implications or in the playoffs. And you start, let's just say, Chorinos and Higashioka are your two catchers you have and you start either one of the two, right? Who's better in a big spot with two outs, no one left on the bench in the ninth inning? Do you have a better chance of uh, either game-tying or game-winning home run putting up Chirinos or Higashioka off the bench or Gary Sanchez? It's always Gary Sanchez. It's always going to be Gary Sanchez.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, where are we holding on to 2017, 2016, Gary Sanchez? That's, but mean, that's,
2: di- but here's here's why it's different. I'm not expecting him to show up throughout an entire season. All I'm saying is, he has a much better chance to put one into the seats than let's say Torino's coming off the bench, because because at that point, who are you putting Torino's in? That's that he's better than anyone else in this lineup. He's not. He's not. At least Gary has some history with some guys that with with big home run numbers, where you feel a little better about it. And if that's who Gary's going to be at this point, you're not going to get anything for him. Right? You're not getting anything for Gary Sanchez right now.
0: Right. So you know, like we said, if he's going to continue to play defense at this level that he's playing it at right now, then you just live. You just live with what they're going to give you offensively. You hope that Gary gets hot a little bit, and he and he. He can run into 25 home runs this year and Hickey runs into 20, 15, 20. Yeah, I mean, think about it, Chris. If you're talking about how terrible these two guys are, but they somehow run into 40 home runs combined, that's not bad.
2: No. Especially from a catcher.
0: All right. So let's just go let's go through this real quick. Uh, because there's a lot of other stuff we got to get to. Uh, like you said, platoon, right? So we got McCain five one eight eight says the Yankees need to secure a quality left-handed hitting catcher to platoon with Miggy. I'm pretty sure he meant Higgy, but did he mean Miggy?
2: No, I I just don't get the point that's, that's, really.
1: That's tough to ask for, right? Because for traditionally a catcher is right-handed. And so you're gonna no, have but like Brian McCann was a left-handed right. catcher. Yeah, he was a left-handed just, hitting catcher. A I, I know it's a thing, but it's just like yeah, you it's it, you're
2: you're narrowing like, down the yeah the options out there.
0: No, but what he but I'm I don't know if he misspoke and He meant to say Higashioka. Yeah, Yoka, I think he so did. So you have a lefty and Higashioka. Okay,
2: so I actually am gonna bring his point to fruition. I think what he's saying is since they're pretty much the same player at this point at least bring some value in a platoon guy that can hit from the left side. Yeah, You know, Uh at least then you could say, oh, yeah, but,
0: you know, he hits from the left side at least. All right, so you got Rob Spaulding here. So it's well beyond time to move on from Sanchez. At this point, he's not even a good backup. So, of course, (laughs) Cashman won't do anything.
2: But again, like, what do you – here's how Yankee fans think. This guy sucks. He's unbearable to watch. We need to get a great pitcher for him or a great, you know, bullpen guy or great, great fucking right fielder, or left fielder. Like, if you know he sucks, I promise you everyone else knows he sucks too. You're not, I, you're not doing I, anything I with it. I him.
0: don't think people wanted the Yankees to hand, give this guy a contract in the offseason. I think they wanted the cup bait already.
2: Yeah, but we talked about why they did that.
0: The the risk to that. reward was was, was too high. It's too high. All right, so we got James Francis here. Now listen to this one. This is a great argument, right? How much of an audition does he need? When we when are we going to stop thinking about Gary Sanchez in, in terms of 2017 and come back to the much larger sample size of him being average? His OPS plus between 18 and 21 is 99. He's not even good. He's average. So your argument for getting rid of him is that he's average. Yeah,
2: again, putting it into context <laughs> of what your other options are. You'll take an average catcher right now, but he he does make a good point. We got to get over the fact that Gary Sanchez isn't who we thought he was.
0: And well, I don't disagree with that, but your argument is that he's average, so? Yeah, you'll uh-huh. take an average catcher.
2: Who we thought they were.
0: All right, so we'll wrap up with uh with the buddy Chris Colon here. He says, I'm sticking with him. We don't have any better options to replace mm-hmm. him. Higgy is exactly what we thought he was, and that's a backup. This free agency class is unimpressive. Like it's just Buster Posey. No choice but to stick with Gary. And I don't and I looked at the um the minor league rosters, like these guys aren't close, like the Sieglers and the and uh what's the other guy? they're not close. Yeah. So is Gary Sanchez now the, the catcher in 2022 as well? Are we running the same thing back out here? Because the Yankees still have another year of arbitration on them.
2: Well, yeah. If they have another year, then yeah. Look, it all, it, it really comes down to if the Yankees win a World Series this year. If the Yankees win a World Series this year, you're not even talking about what they're going to do with Gary Sanchez next year. You're just not. Again, the, the, catching position offensively should not dictate whether the Yankees win or lose a championship this year. That's if the Yankees are playing to their potential up and down this lineup. Right. And we know Gary's potential now is not set on the 2016, 17 basis anymore. Right. If we're going into it and they're playing up to their potential, the, the catching the catcher, whoever it is that day offensively, should not dictate whether this team is capable of winning a championship.
0: Now let me bring this up because I just saw this one. This one it's one of most just comments from Rmg underscore twelve zero seven. I'll just read this exact this one point. He says uh, Sanchez has had many chances. Maybe he just can't play in New York.
2: I don't. Yeah. Look. Look. For a lot of guys, you can make that argument. I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think it's Gary. I really don't. I don't think it's yeah, been but- the pressure of New York. I think it's been the pressure of himself,
1: going to another team and just raking full beard.
2: Right now, I don't
1: just being a superstar for a small market team.
2: No, because we'll go back to the point of the last guy or two. You know, two comments ago, we're still basing Gary off of this. What is now a smaller sample size of a superstar?
1: Yeah, you but know, we haven't we haven't seen him play with a beard.
0: He uh, could use a
1: beard. Some you know, people.
0: Play speaking of speaking of former Yankees now with Beards, Ian Kennedy is the closer for the fucking Texas Rangers. He's got 10 saves already this year. Ian Kennedy? Was he, made. Who was they the... Uh,
2: oh, no. Oh, that was, I'm thinking Clippard. Started. Clippard just ends up on the championship team somehow.
0: Yeah. Ian Kennedy, huh? Ian Kennedy.
2: What a bum when he was here.
0: Hmm. I mean, like that's like they say that cockroaches can survive nuclear blasts. Like I feel like that's Ian Kennedy. Like Major League Baseball's got had like an atomic bomb dropped on him, and somehow he's still hanging around and he's closing now.
2: Yeah, well who's the other dude who was closing for the A's? He was a bum when he was here. Who?
0: He was closing for the A's
2: a couple years ago. He might still be now. Come on, what's his fucking name, man?
0: I don't know, you're the one that brought it up. I'll I'll find it. Okay. And you'll be like, oh yeah. Yeah, probably, but you know I don't know who the hell you're talking about right now. Oakland
2: is closer.
0: So then we'll move on to Saturday here because we got to bring up Corey Kluber's start. Absolutely atrocious. Sucks. Nah, I love him. Now, I thought he pitched pretty well on Saturday. He walked a few more guys. You know, and K's got to bring up, uh, but it was the Tigers, you know, because he, he had that gem, right. that eight-inning gem. I don't think he was great, but I thought he was still pretty good yesterday. No, I thought he was
1: I thought he was really good. I really did. Yeah, he buckled down too, right? He had bases loaded, nobody out, and he only let one well, he, score there. That he
0: he nice. that was an unintentional, intentional walk to Juan Soto there, which I can't really blame him for. I mean, that was smart baseball.
2: But I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't look, the, pitch that guy.
0: The Nationals record
2: might not might not show it, but this isn't a pushover of a lineup. Well, I mean they, they they've, they've the got some good guys team. in there.
0: Look, I you in, look, in you league. know, let let the kids play right. That's all. They, that's what they say. I don't really like Juan Soto, and you want to tell me it's an old man yelling at the cloud, and that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. here's here's my thing. You want to do all the histrionics in the box, you know, a little shuffle. I don't even have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But Corey Kluber walks you. Fucking go to first base. What are you staring out at the mound for? That's yeah, what, what you, that's what he I'm not I mean, a huge you, fan of him. I mean, what do you want to fight Corey Kluber because he walks you? Take it as a sign of Man. respect. The guy was afraid of you, didn't want to pitch to you. So he, he instead of giving up a potential, you know, three or four spot, he, t- he cut his losses there. I don't have a problem with Kluber, did it's It's actually, you know, it's it's out of the Buck Showalter ba- uh, book of the I was baseball. just
1: about to say that, dude, with Barry Bonds when he intentionally walked Barry Bonds to.
0: But you're staring down Corey Kluber like you want to fucking throw hands, Loaded. like, like get the fuck
1: to first base, please. Yeah, but dude, but see, that's the kind of guy though. He's one. He's one of the best in baseball. I'd say he's top three offensively ne- in baseball. I never said so.
0: he was a bad baseball player, but just no. I know, fucking, but I'm saying can, when can can you take your when base, you're
1: that good. I think you can do whatever the hell you want.
0: Good, then you know somebody should punch him in the mouth. Then.
1: Well, yeah. yeah all right. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. That's, and that would be awesome. A lot of people would watch <laughs> that clip.
0: You know, if nettle door wasn't on the I.L., man, maybe he could have popped off right there. Yeah. Uh, That's though. another
2: guy that went down. Shit. Yeah. What's oh, going on sheesh. with him? He He's okay, though, right? He'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be back.
0: Know, he'll be back. In, in uh, sure. August. Yeah. I next? don't know. It doesn't. I don't think they were overly concerned about it. They're going to have a log jam now with Luke Voigt back. I mean, how are you going to, if Odora comes back in a relatively short amount of time, I mean, where are you getting Odora at bats from? Because he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't make the team better. If you're going to, you're going to have uh, your best defenses are Shella at third, Glaber at short. Yeah, uh, that's true. DJ at second, and then Voigt playing first Mm -hmm. base. And even hey, though, guy off
1: the bat, a uh, good guy off the bench, though, to have a lefty off the bench.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, he's, he's clutch, definitely a lot better pops. than fucking that jabroni Tyler Wade. Hey, I wasn't saying that. I mean, this fucking, this fucking loser right here.
2: Tyler like, Wade. Uh, <laughs> oh, Joe. I can't even, I don't even remember his name. That's how, no, no, no come Ford. on. We got to be fair. Mike Ford had a big base yeah, hit yesterday. That's
1: a nice, uh, opposite field piece.
2: Thank God. Let me tell you something. As, Thank God he got to 3-1 and and he let him swing the bat because I promise you he wasn't putting down a bunt.
0: No, absolutely not. Wasn't even going to come close. Yeah, true. I forgot he was uh, trying to bunt. I mean, think about it like this. Like even as much of a void as fucking Mike Ford is, he is a he's Boy. a competent first baseman. That's he
2: really competent. I'll tell you what, man. He's he's had some picks since he came back up that have been very impressive.
0: I mean, he plays a solid first base, and I mean that can't be understated. I mean, I know anybody can play first base, right?
2: Anyone, but like right now, but, it's been important to the Yankees.
0: But since they've
1: had more of a competent player over there, they've gone on a run because it's like this all
0: started. Sure, it's true. When Bruce it actually yeah, when Jay Bruce retired. It's true so, because
2: you were you, know. you were you were making yourself vulnerable in the in the Thanks, field Jay. defensively, and you were also making yourself vulnerable offensively because jay bruce didn't even know what he was doing and it was like he was think drunk
1: what that did that was probably affecting even obviously it was affecting the starting pitching too because they're, they're throwing more pitches they're hell yeah dealing with guys on i don't, the don't th- i don't think it's a coincidence that glaber
0: torres has been a much more competent shortstop since jay bruce retired either it's like night and day looks like a completely different player yeah i mean um you got to think about that game on uh, Saturday Is that they were getting completely dominated by Max Scherzer and then I don't know if you caught it when uh, Who's their manager? I can't remember his Friggin name for the life of me For who? The, Nats man- the, the Washington manager I can't remember his friggin name I want to say Davey Johnson No it's not Davey Johnson he, it, he did manage the Nats at one point Hickey is the pitching coach right? Okay so we'll just beat around the bush It's Dave Martinez. Who it is. Martinez Dave Martinez right uh, when Martinez went out there to get him, uh, Churzers like, Yep, it's time. You can read his, letter yeah, MJ, it's I, time. <laughs> I like that. He's the man.
2: He, uh, was, I mean, he was filthy.
0: He's,
1: so I good. mean, yeah, he's gonna look sexy in pinstripes. God, and he threw, he got so all those strikeouts at Yankee Stadiums. Can't wait for him to do that when he's wearing the home stripes. <laughs>
0: But uh, I mean, come on now. I mean, like we don't need to get into what a fucking disaster the extra inning rules is. Is even though like you know, Sweeney Murdy is a guy that you want to say that you respect. He covers the team. You know, you've been on the doing. show. He's been yeah, right. But during the rain delay yesterday, I was uh, driving around. I was doing. I don't even remember what the hell I was doing. But I was out. I went by my mother's house. You know, Happy Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> but when I was coming home. I was listening to Sweeney he was doing like he was just killing time on the radio, and he's like, "Yeah, I like the x inning rule, and I'll tell you why." And like I'm listening, I'm like, "Okay, you know what? I'll listen to why you like the extra inning rule." And, and you know said,
2: what? Props to you, props to you. You listened. You you kept
0: an open mind. And he yeah, said, like in the NFL, in the NBA, when they those games go into overtime, you get more of the star player. Patrick Mahomes is still out. There there James Harden is still out there right when you go to extra innings in baseball you know Garrett Cole is long gone from the game Jacob DeGrom long gone from the game Aaron Judge might not get an at-bat in extra innings Juan Soto might not get an at-bat in extra innings so he says these games can go and be decided by people that might not even be in the major leagues tomorrow so what this you're telling
2: that, me is he blew his chance to change your mind because that's an awful fucking
0: argument. I mean, nobody can... I'm telling you, there's no argument that can be made to, that will change my mind. And if you notice, that, and we talked about this via text, people are getting brainwashed by this shit now. Yeah. Well, because, these guys are see, definitely
2: getting paid to say it, that that it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know like that
0: because Aaron, you push. can tell Aaron Boone. Do, Aaron Boone doesn't really like it but he's also not going to say that he doesn't like it. He's going to give you a reason why it makes sense for him to manage under these conditions because basically
1: saying by the 10th inning, baseball sucks.
2: I say this, I say
1: this, Let's wrap it up.
2: I say this adamantly. Okay. If you love baseball, you do not love, you absolutely hate this rule. If you love the game of baseball, you truly love it. You hate this fucking rule and it embarrasses you it embarrasses no, it's, you.
0: It's terrible. It really is. Uh but at least if you want to listen to Aaron Boone's perspective as a manager, you you take it and you say okay, maybe that makes sense. It was where he says that, you know, you don't want games going 17 innings because then your bullpen is shot for 3 days. Where okay, I could say I could say okay, I get that one. I still don't like it. I still think the rule sucks, but I get that one. The fact that you're going to sit there and tell me that, oh, Aaron Judge might not get in that bat or the starting pitcher is, is gone for two hours. Like, that's a stupid fucking reason why you think the rule is a good rule.
2: Yeah, and, like, doesn't it... I mean, it's not... You're not, like, giving any team an advantage.
0: No, Dude. you're actually giving... As, as so far this year, you're giving the away team an advantage. The away team has a winning record in... in uh, in yeah, the, but what uh, I'm saying is
2: games. there's no advantage as far as to speed up the game. Like, you both are starting with a runner on second base. Well, how does that speed up the game?
0: Because apparently it is. I don't think games are really going past the 11th inning right now. But how many it's do anyway? Because it, put, it puts a runner on. How yeah. many do anyway? Mm-hmm. And, like,
2: here's my thing. And and it came up the other day, and I was like, why, do, why does Manfred or anyone in baseball see this? They talk about speeding up the game, right? Speeding up the fucking game. Speeding up the game. What was the what was the quickest fucking game, this series?
1: Which one? Sure, like sure. which one went right? The extra inning
2: game. Right. If it didn't go into extras, but like how quick was that game because of great pitching? When you see great pitching, it is the quickest, most fluent game you'll watch.
0: Right. Yeah. Guys on the mound that just they got the ball, they threw the ball. Right.
2: But here's the thing: they want to speed up the game. They say that that's going to make people watch, but then also they want to give more advantages to hitters. Right, you can't have both. You can't have right, both.
0: Then that would make the game slower. Exactly. Look, they're talking about. You're hear, already hearing rumors that they want to move the mound back.
2: Oh my god! Let me tell you something, man. If fucking Manfred does that, wouldn't mind. If Manfred does that, I'll write a letter to that guy every single fucking day of my life and just ripping him to shreds.
0: You're gonna have to handwrite it.
2: Yeah, I will.
0: Cool. So I don't even know what we're talking. Oh, yeah. So then you know you go in the extra innings in that game, and then friggin' this is this, it's it's baseball, Susan, right? Like Mike Ford. How about this guy is a he's a walking out. I mean, like seriously, I'm I'm not making fun of you, Chris, but I'm sure you could probably get Mike Ford out. Oh, I definitely could, especially if he tries to bunt off of me. And the guy is trying to get. Not only can if you're throwing your best stuff you can get Mike Ford out without even really trying. He's trying to give you the out, and you can't throw this guy fucking strikes. Yeah. You deserve to lose the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of Kirby Yates. He was in yeah. San Diego. San Diego, a, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. he Then he went to Toronto. Now he had Tommy John surgery, so that means he'll be a Yankee again. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's true. Um. Yeah, so the, that was a big game for the Yankees to win Saturday. They survived Scherzer. They they won late. Um, Glaber had the big hit in the ninth inning to tie it, uh, and then he hit like a 14-fucking-footer to win the game, which, hey, you know what? Whatever it takes to win, and then, you know, you get the um, – I don't even – I was going to try to think of a clever phrase, but then you got these people that want to be like, see, exit velocity doesn't matter. Right. But it does. It does. It absolutely does. You can't tell me that exit velocity doesn't matter. It's
2: the one stat that I actually, you know, that I actually look into because it does matter. You
0: no, know, John Carlos Stan hit that ball 112 miles an hour today to win the game. I mean, if that ball's 88 89 miles an hour, they might get you know, to it. Maybe they hmm. get, I mean, based on yeah, you know, maybe this shortstop's got enough range to get over there and make a play, we you know Wade probably still hmm. scores. Based on where But you know I don't understand Like We're the biggest boomers When it comes to that shit About hating analytics And stuff But exit velocity Is one of those Is one of those ones Where it's like Yeah it makes sense Like did you not Like I think I said this With Ryan uh, During the week When we did the show Just watch Stan During his fucking Hitting streak How many times He hit that ball yeah. So goddamn hard That the fielders Had no time to react to it
1: He hit that ball So hard Oh my god <laughs> Especially,
2: in, listen. Especially in a situation where maybe the e, the corners are in or the infield's in because yeah. they got to protect that run from scoring, and then you have Stanton come oh, up. Okay. Forget it. Screw that guy. Could close his eyes. At Imagine that point, a
0: manager tells tells the infield to come in with Stanton at the plate. You don't even like,
2: oh, actually. You don't even have to play the infield, and in. that's how hard he fucking hits it.
1: Yeah, that's that's like not I'm, a bad no, point. like, I'm. You don't have to play them as far in.
0: It's crazy. And if somebody. Uh, tweeted me and was like they were like oh uh, exit velocity isn't the only metric for good hitting i never said that no it was, no one said it ma- that it matters though you no, can't yeah, just completely dismiss it, it it matters
2: when and this is a point i made a few weeks ago now it matters when you actually put the ball in play and you stop striking out matters. and what has stanton been doing much less of outside of the last couple yeah. of games striking yeah. out
1: striking out
2: He had his first two strikeout game for, like, eight games the other day in the first game of this national series. Ryan's falling asleep.
0: All right. All right, so Ryan's falling asleep. I'm up. I'm up.
1: I'm good to go. Let's keep – let's go another –
2: I'll go two more hours.
1: You want to go go three? I'll
0: go three. Want to go four?
2: Four? Do we have five? Okay.
0: You're the one that would you're the one that want to do like a twenty four hour marathon. I would right?
2: do that. 24. I really would. I still would.
0: I would do it. So <laughs> then today the Yankees win uh three to two. I mean, they they really had uh they really had opportunities given to them because Joe Ross walked five guys and they just you
1: know like a ball.
2: Joe Yeah, for a guy who looked so good, he did uh he did walk way too many guys. Way too many. Mm. Uh,
0: it was nice to see that the Yankees decided they were going to wake up uh, Aaron Judge at the end of the game there, and he drew a walk uh, to set up, you know, the uh, the final at bat there for Stanton. I mean, uh, the only other things that we really need to touch on real quick is uh, friggin', you know, it would have been really sad for a Rollis Chapman to have gotten hit with the loss yesterday. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That the guy in 12 innings had allowed one run, uh, he would have allowed one run and it wouldn't even account it because of the stupid ghost runner bullshit. Although, <clears throat> you know, then today he didn't, he hasn't, he's, you, you looked at him and you're like, I don't even think this guy's got his best stuff today. And then you're looking up, he got out of the inning in 10 pitches.
2: Yeah, it's unreal.
0: It's
2: unreal. He gives up one hit and you're like, oh, what's going on with this guy?
0: And I that think guy. Boone has said that it's some type of mechanical adjustment that he's made, that he's been able to repeat his delivery a lot more often than he had in the past. That is something that he worked on in addition to the slider in the uh, splitter that he's added to his rep. Yeah. Well
2: now, now you ask why he has much better command. There you go.
0: Yep. So then you go to the ninth inning here today, the game's frigging tied. And then, you know, uh, Brad hand walks, Tyler Wade. I mean, these are and I tweeted. These are things that just you deserve to lose games when Tyler when Mike Ford is trying to give himself up when you have a one run lead and you walk them. You deserve to lose the game. Yeah, I mean now you don't walk them, but you fall behind three one and then Boone take everybody want. Here's here's the thing, right, Chris? We always talk about this. Boone's an idiot. Boone's stupid. Boone, you can't manage. Hey, three one, he takes the bunt sign off.
2: Yeah, because at that point. Mike Ford has a better chance of putting the ball in play. But that's, a a good man, that's a good move. It's a good right manager. There. It's a good move.
0: That's a good move right there. But did he get any credit for it? No, no of course. Of course no, not. Of course not, right? Um, and then today, you know, Tyler Wade, the Yankees, they didn't even bother pinch in for him. And you walk the free. Lefty, lefty, you're walking Tyler Wade. You deserve to lose the game.
2: You're better off telling Tyler Wade he can put a tee up at the plate and and swing, swing the bat with the ball off the tee then you are walking him, okay? You have a better chance of getting him out, letting him hit off the tee, than, than you than you would benefit from walking the guy. I mean,
0: you have, how I mean, do Tyler you walk
2: him? <laughs> how?
0: Tyler Wade, knowing Tyler Wade, would probably hit the middle of the fucking tee, <laughs> but like, not even hit the yeah, baseball. He, he bend
1: it.
2: But like, here's what bothers me a little bit. I'm not getting on Stanton personally. It's an organizational thing. But then he walked another guy, Right. And he clearly just, he walked Judge, I think on four straight pitches. And then Judge judge almost struck out. All right. So then it was, it was someone, I don't know. It was four straight pitches. And he looked, he looked completely (laughs) lost. And the next guy up is, I think it was Stanton at the time I'm thinking. It might not have been, it might not have been this game I'm saying, but like, then he gets up and he just swings at the first pitch. It's like, no, no, that I know you're on fire. I know you want to hit the ball, but when a guy doesn't even look close to having command, you're not swinging at the first pitch. Please, the Yankees won't give a take sign. I don't get it. They don't believe in a take sign.
0: I mean, if you look at the pitch that Stan actually swung at it, I I, I think I remember the Oh, it was right down the plate.
2: I'm not. Look, that's not the point.
0: Right. We again. We're also living in a different era where we would expect the manager to throw up a take sign there. But when you got a guy like Stan up, and you you figure the pitcher going to put one uh, right down the middle of the plate, I mean, uh,
2: yeah. But Cashman even said a few years ago they do not give this the take sign. Or, or Boone said it. Yeah. They don't give maybe. a take sign. It's up to the player.
0: Yeah. No, dude there's certain guys that should not Some be way. given a take sign. Like John Carl Stanton should not be given a take sign. Disagree. You should, yeah. you should not yeah. be yeah. given a take sign.
2: Disagree. Well,
0: yeah, but well, you can't give yeah. free reign to like Tyler Wade or Clint Frazier. Those, those guys don't deserve free reign. You want to tell me your top two or three batters, your top two or three stars. You want it. You leave it up to them. I don't have a problem with that. I would prefer if after a guy throws six straight balls that you don't swing at the first pitch, but if you're John Carl Stan and you think Ryan's that you're brain get a, is
2: just gone, I think at this point, if you're watching on YouTube.
0: Well, he could check out. We're almost done. I mean, if you're John Carl Stan and you're thinking you're getting a cookie there at the first pitch after the pitcher throws six straight out of the zone. that's fine. I don't, you know, I would prefer you don't swing, but I don't care. But like, you're going to tell me you don't believe in a take sign. You better believe it. If the fucking pitcher throws six out of the zone, Tyler Wade better take that bat and shove it so far up his ass that he can't fucking swing. it.
2: I go as far as to say if it's a, I'll watch that. If it, if the game's on the line in the last inning or, or in extra innings and he walks a guy on six, uh, two guys on, you know, throws six straight balls, whatever walks a guy and then Tyler Wade gets up. You're taking until he get two strikes. Fuck that! <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. You're taking till you get two. I
0: know. There was a make him game, throw strikes. There was a point in the game today. I think it was Tyler Wade, or it might have been it had I, or yesterday. Where I'm saying to myself, he fell behind two zero. I'm not even. I'm telling Tyler Wade, you gotta make this guy throw you three strikes. I'd rather you strike out looking. One hundred percent. That's
1: so one
2: hundred percent. When a guy is that far off. Make him put the pressure on him to throw strikes. Make him even up the the count. Don't swing even after you get one strike because chances are he's going to throw a couple more balls before he can throw you two more strikes.
0: So, how do you think Glaber feels finally getting that monkey off his back? I'll tell you what,
2: here's what I'm glad about with Glaber. I'm glad it didn't go monkey off the back with the home run and then trying to get his back going. I'm glad his bat started going first. He hits the home run after the pressure's been lifted a little bit. He had some really big hits. This homestand, he's starting to look really good. And then he caps it off with that home run, just solidifying the fact that he's really coming around and they need him in this lineup, man. They need right, so, him to produce.
0: Oh, let's hit this real quick. We got to, I mean, like, I'm. Briefly mentioned it. It's like the Yankees woke up Aaron Judge in the bottom of ninth inning to grab a bat who I, I don't even know why they bother. The guy has zero walk-off home uh, hits in his career, which for 10. I, I guess is kind of, you know, that's kind of a Yeah, because when is he weird... pinch hitting? No, I mean, he's he's never had a walk-off hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are weird things. Like, are you always up in a situation to get a – but he's all for 10 as a pinch hitter. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you figure a guy like Aaron Judge would – Fucking get a hit somewhere along the line, but you know, and today, like the guy's been struggling. We he had he was sore, he got two days off. Then he had those two monster games where he drove in eight runs and he's done shit. He struck out, he had the he had the platinum sobrero, he struck out like 95 times in four games. Mm-hmm. So you're saying to yourself, Okay, I understand Judge is gonna get a day off today. And then Boone gives him the this excuse where he's like, Yeah, but he's still dealing with being sore. Well, what's wrong with him now?
2: <laughs> lower leg stuff. He's got. Lo-
0: we had foot stuff last year. Now we had lower leg stuff this year.
2: Yeah, it's just not good. He's got to be. There's got to be something more to this.
0: Look, I'm not. I'm not being really
1: cautious with him. He missed a, miss a lot of games. All right, put him but on the no, IL. Then but let but get it. This put, is who. This is who Aaron Judge is. This is well, That's that's, what that's not a guy is. who has
2: value to me. And you're
1: looking at it like they, they want to be proactive. And if this is this, I mean, isn't that a quote that was kind of grabbed from this is that if this is what the, we have to do to, for me to play 150 games this year, then this is what we're going to do. That's kind of something. He okay. Said here. I'm
2: going to argue, I'm going to argue your point for a second, because this is what I tweeted after the game. I said, the Yankees can call judges days off, whatever they want. They claim, They're being proactive when he's dealing with any soreness, et cetera. But the truth is he's not 100% healthy. And it's evident when he's playing that he's just not himself. It's frustrating and concerning. If you ask me, and here's the problem, if they were just being proactive and saying, you know what day off here, he's feeling a little sore. That's one thing. But when the guy is playing, He doesn't look like Aaron Judge. He's not 100%. And if he's, if you're being proactive, that means he's 100% healthy. He's himself, but when he's feeling a little sore, maybe after a few games, you're, you're making sure you rest him so that he's not vulnerable to injury. He's not 100%. He is hurt. He's not playing like himself. Therefore, if that's the case, IL him, put him on the IL. Let him, let him get healthy so then you can be proactive.
1: Well, right. Well, the fir- the first time they did this, though, right, didn't he come back and have, have eight RBIs in two games? So now th- this next time that they're doing it, it hasn't looked as successful. So maybe – you know they're gonna keep trying it, roll it out for a little bit longer, and then they'll. We'll, we'll say, have to All see right, what he does on Tuesday. Because
0: this has been this. Yeah. This would have been the second time. Now. All
1: right, so then you got we'll see how it plays out. Because this is, it seems like what they want to do. But
0: just instead of playing this fucking game every uh ten days, just fucking let him, just sit him on the IL for a month. Who, cares? I mean, really. Not, mm-hmm. uh, we said, we said that this guy's got to play 130. He's got to play 140 games this year, but if he's going to go out there and he's just not going to be Aaron judge because he's not getting the time to recover from whatever the hell it is, he's not serving a purpose to anybody right now.
2: Yeah, But Christian, here's the problem. He didn't end the season last year hurt. And then he goes into spring training and he picks up a bat and they start to work, you know, work out on and in, in Florida and whatnot. And then all of a sudden he's like feeling sore again. It's like, is what is this? It, it's not like he's dealing with some lingering injury here. It's that the guy just is is breaking down somehow. It's like what is sitting him a month going to do? He's just going to pick up a bat in a month from now and and get mm-hmm. get sore that's, again and be fine. hurt. So and <clears throat> so
0: <clears throat> so, you shoot him up with some steroids. I don't mind that. Fuck it at this H- point. H- What's he got to lose?
1: I know guy. I know guy in Kentucky that could uh, get you something over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so uh we'll just take a a look ahead here now it's uh yankees are going to be off on monday and then it's three in tampa i mean i cannot stress how important this series is going to be for the yankees
2: yeah they gotta they gotta change this fucking this tone yeah
1: they
0: need of like they they can't
2: beat the the rays like end it now
1: let's end this narrative yeah
0: they're all seven ten starts So uh, the likelihood of us uh, doing a midweek show is zero to none. I'm going to – I really, really want to get on Patreon, so really look for that on maybe Tuesday and then possibly on Thursday uh, do a little post-game wrap-up because this is an important series, and if we're not going to do a full show, we should be on Patreon, so definitely be on the lookout for that. All 7-10 starts. you got Tuesday night. It's Montgomery against – Louis Patino, uh, he's uh, I don't think we've seen him pitch yet against the Yankees. He's got a 1.17 year race so far this year, uh, for the Rays. And then on Wednesday, it's going to be Garrett Cole against, I mean, this is a pitching matchup right here. It's Garrett Cole versus TBD mm. on Wednesday, Ooh. and then it's, it's Tyone, and then it's Tyone. I mean. It's one thing you gotta say about TBD, man. He's a he's a workhorse. Because then it's gonna be Tyone against TBD on uh, Thursday. Like an old school pitcher.
1: No one else like no one else can do it like him.
0: Like if you like here when when the Yankees got, I believe it was after the episode where the Yankees got swept by the Rays, right? And we felt that that was the kind of the rock bottom point mm-hmm. for this season. That I had said that I don't. The Yankees have to prove to me. Now that I can expect big things from them this year and this little run that they've been on is fine. They split with Atlanta. They took three out of four from Cleveland. They split with Baltimore sweep, took two out of three, took two out of three. So they're playing better baseball, right? They haven't lost a series since that race series. Now, this is when we talk about they need to prove something. They need to prove that they're back to being the Yankees, back to being a legit playoff team, back to being a legit World Series contender. The Rays are fucking, uh, they're 19 and 17, you're 18 and 16. So you're basically the same, you got the same record. You shouldn't go and get embarrassed by the Rays this week.
2: No, it can't happen. It can't happen. It couldn't happen last time. Now it really can't happen because right. you're hitting that mark now that I've been talking about since the season started where you're starting to 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 show people who you are as a team. Right. The Yankees mm-hmm. clearly got off to a rocky start, but now they're starting to, you know, come together, get in a rhythm, and you're seeing how talented this team can be. So you're starting to pick up. You gotta keep Setting new uh, high water marks. You got to get to three over, four over. You can't have a setback, especially against the Rays. You got to make a statement. You got to show people that you can beat this team.
0: You got Luke Voigt yeah. coming back. You got your ace on the mound for one of these games. I mean, when we Ooh. sit here, you know, when we're done watching the game on Thursday night, there's no reason why the Yankees shouldn't have taken two games from from the from the Rays. Excuse me. And K during the game today was like, "Oh, big rivalry series. This is not a rivalry." The Rays kicked the Yankees' ass. This is as one-sided as the Harlem Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice touch, right So we can't be. We can't. And then look. And then where do they go after that? Because we, we like we said, is we won't it Boston be
1: to... or is that two weekends? That's not. That's not. Are they yet. not play Boston until the last three weeks of the season. They just play only Boston. No,
0: they're playing Boston June four, five, and six. That would be the first that's time. That's lame. That's late. That uh, is late. Because That's we late. probably won't be back until Sunday night after again. the after the Orioles series, right? We can't be sitting here recording that show and being like, "Yeah, well, you know, they got their asses kicked by the Rays again," and but the record doesn't look so bad because they took two out of three from the Orioles. No, you have to go. Look, you have to go into to tampa and finally put your fucking foot down
2: it's not just yeah. about winning a series it's about it's about much more than that playing baltimore is about winning a series playing baltimore is about yeah. winning the games you need to you know you're supposed to win these are games right now going into the Rays that people don't think you're supposed to win but you sh- but you should be like there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to beat this team they are not better than you
1: uh, absolutely, there's no reason. The Yankees' payroll is fucking... Garrett Cole makes more than the fucking... <laughs> the, the whole team combined. Franchise.
0: I don't know if... Glass now could end up pitching one of those two games that TBD is listed. I don't yeah, know. But he, hasn't, know been, rot- he hasn't been unhittable know. this year. I don't know what their yeah, rotation is. The so, I mean, if you miss Glass now and have Cole pitching and somehow don't win this series, that's a major indictment on this team. And aren't you just yes, fucking...
2: Aren't man. you sick of the Rays at this point?
0: Like, yeah, I'm fucking sick every of Every
2: aspect of this team, right? The... I used to love Kevin Cash and then he got a little cocky last season, right? So you hate him now. Their fucking stadium is fucking trash heap, right? You hate their fucking stadium. It's a joke. And then it's like, mm-hmm. they got to be this like cute fucking. I'm going to throw, a, a, what do they call it? A fucking opener. And then I'll do the, and then I'm going to bring in some other guy. And then this, they're just not a fucking baseball team. Like, fuck you. Like, get it together. Be a at fucking real they, baseball at least they
1: team. At a fucking World Series. But you know what?
2: Beat them so they have to fucking change it up a little bit. Don't let them keep they, getting they, away they have, with this fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah, they have the Yankees number.
0: There's no other way to put it. Time to yeah, change it. I'm, uh, I'm just tired of the Yankees, you know. The, the Yankees go and they play the Rays and they turn into like. Uh, They're the um, Rays
2: bitch. That's it.
0: Ryan'll get this. So you remember what Steve Rogers looked like before the fucking uh <laughs> super soldier serum? That's the fucking yeah. Yankees when they face the Rays. Yeah. And then they turn into yeah. Captain America when they face everybody else. The problem is is that they fucking keep losing to the Rays and they can't get pa- they can't get past them. They can't get to where they need to go because they can't beat the Rays. Yep.
2: Time to change that.
0: Yeah, they, they got to win this series. I mean, we every time they play the Rays, we say they got to win the series. They don't. We they do They got to win the series. They don't. We, you gotta, they got. They got to win the series. I'm tired of like people think. Yeah, oh. He says to. the same thing over and over again. But Jesus, like the fucking Yankees can't keep losing now, to the Rays. This
1: series is so much more important than that because it's it, it, if they lose this series, it totally negates what they've done over the, these last couple of weeks. You still don't know what their identity is. If they win this series, then you kind of have a hint at the direction that this team is capable of going in, especially with adding Luke Voigt in this series, too. So, yeah, this is a huge series for the Yankees.
0: Right. I mean, look, just after the sweep of Atlanta, uh, after the sweep of the Rays, right, they still played. They managed to split with Atlanta, but they still played shitty in those games. You know, then like we talked about this, right? Then you're looking at these three games that they missed opportunities on. They they take three out of four in Cleveland. They have a chance to sweep. Don't do it. They split in Baltimore. We there's no. I mean, you can't split with Baltimore. And then Houston, you have the chance to sweep. You don't do it with Garrett Cole in the Those are three games right there that the Yankees. You know, you're you're still looking at because the Yankees are only two games over five hundred as games that they need to win. So now you can't you can't have those games and then not beat the Rays. I mean, you you have to beat the race, period, but like you're still not at a dominant point right now. You're playing better baseball, but you're not at a dominant point.
2: And if you're going to lose one of the three games, don't get embarrassed.
0: Be competitive. Yeah. And don't be the fucking cold game.
2: Like we're not, we're not sitting here saying they have to go out and sweep because you, you know, as, as long as you take the series, that's, that's a good thing. But when, if you do lose one of those games, don't get embarrassed. Be competitive throughout the entire game. Don't let this fucking team have any type of runaway and think that they're better than you because they're not.
1: Because look at look at how that series ended with Houston with Altuve hitting that home run. That kind of did that, right? Because it yeah. kind of gives them that little bit of a boost yeah. that they shouldn't have gotten in that series. That should have been the Yankees. Just you know. putting their fucking foots on exactly. their throats and ending it. Yeah, I agree with that. You can't even have that.
0: So I mean I don't want I don't want to be down about this team, but they need to win. I mean, they need to win this fucking series. There's just no other way around it. They have to win the series in Tampa. You really want me to take, I mean, we're sitting in the middle of May. You want me to take this team seriously after how poor they played through the first few weeks of the season and think that they really have turned the corner into being a good baseball team. You don't go down to Tampa and lay another egg.
2: No, and you know what? We're we're approaching that uh that checkpoint that you always talk about on Memorial Day weekend of where you really can take a realistic yeah. look and and evaluate the team that you're that you're rooting for. And we're approaching that pretty rapidly. And this is this is a big benchmark for them to to keep going on their winning ways. They can't have a setback here because it will be a huge setback if they yeah. get if they get embarrassed this series.
0: It will absolutely be a huge setback and it's going to really put a damper on everything they've done. Exactly. Uh to this point, so. Exactly. You know, we want to thank everybody for listening to episode two thirty two, the NYYST podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Again, thank you to uh, you know all the moms out there, all the great, you know, all the great moms out there. You know, <clears throat> you're the glue. You, you guys, you know, words can't express when you got a great mom, and you know, you got a wife that's a great mom to your kids. I mean, no words can adequately describe how amazing that is and what that really means to you. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, Again, please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Chris will tell you again where you can find us on Patreon.
2: Patreon Patreon.com. You say Patreon. I think it's Patreon. Patreon.com/slash yeah,
0: it's like encyclopedia. A second, it's like encyclopedia. I just just let him have it.
2: Patreon.com/slash myyst if you want to support this show, become a patron. Patreon. We're gonna have a lot of content being pumped out. We're gonna have some uh, some exclusive pumping. exclusive content pump benefits. Pumping and cranking. Pumping, pumping, pumping cranking pump yanking. That's it.
0: Mm. All right, Rye. You know, I don't know if you want to change it because people are trying to steal your catchphrase, but Stat Guy Rye.
1: Uh, go yanks.
0: Chris, Fuck say yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Uh